Welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. Why was I hoping you would do that? <laughs> and I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. That's going to be our new greeting. Hello. Um, and if you don't know by now what it is, then... Here to bring you all things we've got on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Hello. <laughs> oh my God, that's seriously like my favorite meme. What the it's, fuck? It's become my favorite meme. <clears throat> All right, guys, so, welcome to another spoopy episode on Halloween month. I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep dragging everything out. Um, just make sure everybody's got it. At this moment, I would just like to point out that right now, one of my best friends is currently watching the American Horror Story season series for the first time, and she's currently right now watching the first episode of Hotel, and she's blowing me up, and it's hilarious. She's like, Lady Gaga, slay queen. <laughs> and then she's she'll be like, oh my god, there's a strap-on screw. What the fuck? And I'm like, oh, nope. there's an orgy, too, at the end with vampires. Just no like, one at me, but I only got about halfway through Hotel. I do know what happens. I have seen the most explicit of the scenes. Um, I will probably go back and watch it, but we were actually talking earlier because the same friend was wanting to watch them out of order, and we were like, nope, you can't do that, and She I wanted to go straight her, to Apocalypse. Yeah, I was no. like, calm yourself, ma'am. So, <laughs> I'm not caught up as of yet. Uh, I started out with Freak Show, which nobody likes. Well, a couple out there, and if any of you did, thank you. I have a soft spot in my heart for Todd Browning's Freaks. I actually, as a kid, um, saw a couple freak shows at our local county fair. So I've always been fascinated by circus freaks. And I think it's so fucking cool. So I really liked freak show, but there were parts in freak show that where I had just started with murder house. It was very confusing, especially if you had never seen asylum. So I went back and watched asylum and coven. And then I watched, uh, halfway through of hotel. Um, but I really need to watch Roanoke and, um, Apocalypse. Cause I keep hearing that they're both incredible. And, uh, I actually just watched a documentary the other day about the lost city of Roanoke. And if you guys don't know anything about it, it is fucking incredible. Please research about it. Um, in search of, if anybody has sci-fi, Zachary Quinto mm. brought that back. The old Leonard Nimoy show. There's like a whole two-hour thing about the lost city of Roanoke or lost town of Roanoke. It's so fucking cool. So when AH, AHS decided to attach itself to Roanoke, I was stoked. Um, I actually really liked that season. Not a lot of people do, but you see, I absolutely fucking love Paranormal Witness. Oh, and fuck the show yeah, is me too. literally Hell set yeah. up like that. Love they have. Witness. Certain of the actors describing what happened to them, and then other actors playing it out. And it's like watching an episode of Paranormal Witness. And yeah. I, lo- I love that. Now, the ending. I haven't seen it yet. The last, so no I'm spoilers. not going to say anything. Thank you. Love the you. ending, the last episode. <laughs> I, and if you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Because I'm like, okay. Because you know how American Horror Story likes to do this thing where they have a solid season, and yep. the last episode, you're like, yep. What? Yep. The fuck? Even though this entire season is... Yep. What the fuck? What the fuck? And they're good at that. Anyway, but, um... Yeah, the ending... I me cult. What the fuck was that? Blech. But yeah, the ending of Roanoke I was not completely <laughs> satisfied with, but as a, as a whole, the season was really good. Um, So I told her... So right now, she's currently watching Hotel. She has seen right. Murder House and Coven. Which are incredible. She's watching Hotel. 
Then she's going to watch Roanoke. Then she's going to watch Apocalypse. Go back and watch Asylum and then Freak Show and leave Colt for last because I told her, honestly, I'm sorry. Colt is the worst. It's not good. Besides now. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't even going to talk about it. Shout out to Crystal. I just watched your YouTube video and... Thank you for your honesty, girlfriend. She just, did she post her new one today yet? Yeah. I, I can't wait it. to watch it. She's like, I go off. I was like, I can't I already wait. watched it. I watched, <laughs> like, Rick walked in and he's like, what are you watching? I'm like, shh. <laughs> I'm very busy. I'm like, this is important. Because Crystal I, is roasting I, American Horror Story and I need to listen I to it. I agreed with every single thing you said. I had same shit figured out. You did from the start, and I appreciated everything. We so figured thank it you. fucking out at the it first was... episode. I was like, I bet this, all of it. And then I love that people are coming back with, well, it's the 80s. The 80s were extreme. I'm like, there are a lot of 80s movies I've seen where I understand the plot. I don't understand the plot. It's everywhere. So I A little bit we're going on American Horror Story. I tri- <laughs> we'll make this short. So I tried... <laughs> With 1984. It's the year I was born. It holds a soft spot in it's my heart. It's the year my sister was born. There's amazing music that came out of it. And it started off strong. First episode, I was all in. But by the second episode, I was really trying to hold on to the fact that, okay, maybe the direction he's going is 80s cheese. Because I'm all about 80s cheesy horror. Mm, absolutely. Casper's uh, over here is all about 80s cheesy horror. But by the time they got to the third, fourth episode, I'm like, but the this only not, thing keeping this me this makes no sense this makes no sense thank you cody fern that's all we're gonna say if you guys are still watching or haven't watched we're not gonna give it away but also low-key hoping sarah Paulson. yeah i miss my girl the 100th episode is tonight yep it is the 100th ahs episode and is if tonight. i'm telling you i'm listening so even listen. if you don't like 1984 you need to at least still watch the 100th episode if sarah paulson nor evan peters are in this episode then fuck i'm done like this is the 100th episode of american horror story sarah paulson has been 7,000 characters in this show <laughs> evan peters has also One. been 7,000 characters in One this show with two heads and I'm like... So 7,001. 7,001, yes. Yes. 7,000 and a half. And a half, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, come on. Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters were everything to me in that show. And they're not in this season. Especially and I'm mad. Her. And don't even get me started on Jessica Lang. I can't. No. Mm-hmm. I've loved her forever, so... Fuck off Emma Roberts. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> we're talking about how... <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> One eternity later. Love um, the Spongebob. Uh, welcome all of our new followers. I was Yay. checking out some of the stats today and we're almost to a thousand subs on Podbean. Oh Thanks, guys. The fact that there's almost a thousand people out there that want to hear my voice. Thank you. I'm really sorry about my loud ass shit. I'm the fucking, her voice is like calm and soothing and I'm over here like, nah. so I'm like, I'm Hello. <laughs> I even say hello to people in real life now. Like, I don't just do this for the podcast. This is my life. Um, so tonight we are, it is our true crime episode all about, we're going to have to do an entire episode of American Horror Story because clearly... Once you see all that, once you see all the seasons, once I get just, caught up, then we are just gonna legit have to do a American three fucking hour, hour episode we're where we're like gonna, gonna go off on this fucking series. 
Um, so tonight is the true crime episode of crimes that were committed on Halloween. Now there's probably a good two or three that you've heard of that were, that got real, real popular. Um, especially, you know, with the razor blades and the candy poisoning and all that fun stuff. But, um, we're going to talk about quite a few, actually. We actually have about 50, a little over 15, and then we have some really kind of weird ones to go over too. So... Sit in, sit down, and strap in for some Halloween scares. Well, and some of these, too, are, like, ones that led to urban legends. Some of them were just commit... Some of them, it just was almost like a coincidence that they just happened to be committed on Halloween, and it just made it, like, all the more fucked up. So, yeah. Can I start off, first of all, by doing this? Because, and if you guys saw my post... You're going to know what I'm talking about because I was posting about it and this literally popped in my head. I was like, black cats and goblins and broomsticks and ghosts, covens of witches with all of their hosts. You may, you may think they scare me. You're probably right. Black cats on goblins on Halloween night. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I haven't heard that in forever. You just watched Halloween. <laughs> it's the beginning of Halloween. Oh, the beginning. Well, <laughs> maybe I put Michael Myers out of my head for a little bit. <laughs> she literally is so sick of it that she just repressed all of I her memories. I did. And now <laughs> you're like, you wait a minute. Yes. Like, girl. That's like being like, man, I haven't heard one, two, Freddy's coming for you. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Wait till we have to do the fucking, and I have to sit through Freddy I could do it in a Tiny Tim voice. Okay, yeah, nope. Can we not do that? Because, no, no, no. I'm still scarred from the last episode. Someone else told me they can't stand that. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I just, I can't. It will give me nightmares. I come to her in her nightmares and I'm like, oh. She's like, ah. I had a nightmare about you. Literally screaming. Oh my god, what was it about? You were Tiny Tim. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't immediately go to like Scrooge though and be like, was I, did I have a cane? Was I okay? Oh my god, guys, we're all over the place today. No, I'm you shape shifted. <laughs> and I died in a fire. Um. Okay, so we're first of all going to start off with the poisoning of Timothy O'Brien, which actually is the first not the first, I'm sorry, the most popular, I think, um, Halloween crime that actually happened because I even remember when this happened. This was pretty much the first one I had heard of mm-hmm. because this led to the, you know, urban legend that everybody heard of. May have been known a little bit prior, but the whole thing that a lot of us learned as kids in the 80s, 90s, uh, is that you always check your candy because there's always that scare that something's going to be in your candy. Somebody might slip something in your candy, whatever. And uh, this story basically is exactly what happened. Um, It was about an eight-year-old little boy, Timothy O'Brien. He had a pack of pixie sticks that his dad, Ronald, had given to him. And immediately after he ate them, he had convulsions, seized, and died an hour later. Uh, Of course, it sent the whole town into a panic. And uh, police ultimately determined that it was cyanide that had laced the pixie sticks that killed him. 
Ronald's story kept changing constantly. Something, a whole bunch of different things weren't making sense, but ultimately they end up finding out that he was deeply in debt. More into the story was gambling. Um, and he had taken out life insurance policies on all of his kids. Like so massive actually, ones. He had actually given, yeah, like over million dollar, like million dollar policies at this time. And he had actually given all of his kids the pixie sticks, but none of them ate them except for Timothy. Yeah, you, you think about it though. <clears throat> if you want to, I'm just so fucked up. If you really want to do that and you're going to kill all of your kids, that's going to look real suspicious. Do you not think that people are going to think maybe you had something to do with it? See, that was my whole thing. You know? It's like, it's, it was the whole thing with me, with the, the fact that there were, uh, the life insurance policies. I feel like anytime, anytime you hear these true crime stories where someone's killed and they try to cover it up or blame it on somebody else, there's always a life insurance policy. And it's always not just involved. like a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars. It's a big amount of money. Oh no, they're yeah, they're a lot of money. They're like close to a million dollars. Like, and it's it's ridiculous. And it's just like you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. You're going to get found out. And then the other thing, too, is especially if your story's changing constantly and you can't keep your story straight, it's like the cops are going to figure it out. So, um, Which he was actually executed in 1984. Yeah, of all things. Speaking of which, <laughs> that year just keeps coming back. I can't escape it. Uh, it never goes away. I'm going to, like, have a nightmare about 19, the number 1984 chasing me. So, we really wanted to real quick reference um, that we are getting the majority of this listing from uh, a website called Ranker.com that lists the most un- unspeakable, awful, real-life Halloween crimes. Um, we're also going to reference another website, uh, Grudge.com, that published the most frightening crimes that happened on Halloween. Um so we just wanted to make sure we reference. And uh, also the other one is the strangest crimes of 2016's Halloween. Amelia Warshaw um, was the writer of that article. And that was with the Daily um, Beast. Mike Rothschild did the one that we're going to be talking, taking most of our information from. Right. And, and uh, Grudge.com uh, was by Kathy Benjamin. So thank you guys for these articles because they gave us a wealth of information um, even on some cases that we had never heard of and maybe some you guys haven't heard of. So um, the next one, I think this is one that just kind of happened to ha- happened to have taken place on Halloween. I don't think there was like any direct connection with Halloween, like the candy being passed out. Um, and this one I was actually completely unfamiliar with. So this happened in 2004. Um, there were roommates living together, Leslie, Mazzara, Adrian and Sogna and Lauren um, Menza, I believe, uh, they had just passed out candy that night. And uh, after one o'clock in the morning, Menza woke up and she heard all these sounds of scuffling. She didn't know what was going on. She ran in terror from the house, hid in the backyard, and watched as an assailant climbed out the window. When she went back in, she found that both of her roommates were dead. So when the police started to investigate, FBI agents found cigarette butts near the scene of the crime 
It matched blood evidence inside the house, but they found no known matches in the DNA databases. Uh, the FBI agents, other officers spoke to nearly 1,500 persons of interest, um, including one of Insogna's friends, Lily Prudhomme. Lily's husband, Eric Koppel, became their main person of interest during the investigation when he, out of everyone else, refused to give his DNA sample in the suspect pool. Um, yeah, look, if you have nothing to hide, give up your DNA, because immediately, if you don't, you look suspect as fuck. Just keep that. You in really mind. do. Just keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> so nearly a year after the crime, Koppel turns himself in. He confessed to the deaths of his wife's friends with seeming, seemingly no motive whatsoever. So they're trying to figure out, like, why in the fuck would this guy do this? At the time of the murders, Koppel was only engaged to Lily, one, uh, one who was friends with one of the victims, and he carried on with the wedding, thinking that no one would tie it to him. So Adrian and Sagna's mom, Arlene Allen, gave this quote about him. Uh, she said, you are the man who is so cruel to invite me, the mother of the woman you murdered, to stand at your wedding, read a scripture about love and death to bless your union. Throughout that weekend, you brought me into the heart of your family, knowing that you had destroyed mine. So, uh, so yeah, um, he did ultimately end up getting caught, but, uh, again, he admitted, but he never gave a reason why. I mean, he went 11 months without saying anything, including having the victim's mother at his own wedding. Like, that's fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. People are fucked up. You just never know why people do shit that they do. Um, the understatement of the entire lit, lit universe of L time. Um, I know you <laughs> wanted real quick, before we get into another murder, um, there was another page that you wanted to cite. I did have one other site called um, Feel... No. <laughs> Five Real Life Horrors, uh, True Crimes That Occurred by Ethan... Harfinist, and it was Oxygen. Oxygen.com! Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> um, so the next one were the Liskey family murders. Uh, on Halloween night in 2010, an Ohio teenager by the name Ohio. of... Ohio! Yeah. Shout out. Great. A lot of murders happening. Um... <laughs> Uh, Devin Griffin returned from Sunday church services to find that his brother, mom, and his mom's new husband had all been murdered. Devin was so traumatized that he said the scene looked like a haunted house. The killer was actually found to be William Liskey, who had married Devin's mother. This wasn't his dad, this was his stepdad. It was his son, William Jr., from a previous marriage that had a history of schizophrenia and extreme violence. Um, he was picked up at a halfway house, pled guilty to all three murders, and committed suicide in prison five years later. Woo! Yeah. Again, one of those things where it's like it just so happened to have happened on Halloween, but wasn't directly connected with it. Um, which is a lot of interest, which is interesting in itself. Really. This is one that kind of goes into the next article we'll talk about in 2016, because this was actually a prank that happened on Halloween. And if anybody still does these type of things, I need think you just need to keep in mind that 
you probably shouldn't or at least be careful and make sure they're at least harmless because a lot of people may not think they're funny and a lot of shit a lot of unnecessary shit could go down that's not even worth it um like the murder of a 21 year old this guy named carl jackson he was a resident of bronx new york um, he was a data entry clerk at a company called Morgan Stanley. On Halloween night back in 1998, he went to pick up his girlfriend and her young son from a party. Some teenagers threw eggs on their car. It got real ugly when Jackson got out of the car, exchanged words with the teens, got back in his car. One of them pulled out a gun who happened to be 17-year-old Curtis Sterling, shot and instantly killed Jackson. So he ended up going away for murder at 17 years old. All, That's stupid. All because of a situation with egging a car. And a lot of real stupid things like that happen just in road rage incidences. So it's like, it's not even worth it. Like I actually day, get like, genuinely so scared to like flip someone off. Oh my God. Or honk at somebody. talking about this Because I was like, somebody cause... could literally have a gun in their car and just pull it on me because of road rage. Yep. And then I'm dead. Because people are that crazy. Seriously. The next one is actually another cautionary tale. It's something that's called the Woodbridge abductions. This happened in Virginia, in Woodbridge, Virginia in 2009. So if kids are trick-or-treating together, there are safety in numbers. Always make sure you're either... <laughs> there are safety in numbers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> was that supposed to happen? So, uh... Seriously, though, guys, like, if you're going to trick-or-treat, if you're, you know, hopefully there's nobody, like, super young listening to this, because we cuss a lot. Uh, well, fucking A. talk about a lot of, like, crazy shit. Um, so, make sure you're always trick-or-treating with a lot of people around groups of people with an adult. Like, don't separate yourself. Like, even just two people. Somebody could still overpower you. Uh, it happened to be three young girls who were trick-or-treating, and, uh... They were held at gunpoint by a man known as Aaron Thomas. Um, he sexually assaulted two of the girls. One of them ran off, called the police. Um, it took two years to find this guy. Um, he had actually been suspect in numerous assault cases going back previously up to 10 years. He pled guilty to all three kidnappings in 2012. So, yeah, you just never know. Because even if it was three of them, he still had a gun out. If they would have been around a whole group, somebody could have yelled. Like, it's just safety in numbers because you never know. Especially if it's dark out, people could have masks on. You don't know. You just want to be cautious for sure. Um, the next one is about a kid that was part of an exchange student program from Japan. Um, I'm going to try real hard with his name. Yashihiro Hattori. Hattori? Hattori? Mm -hmm. Okay. I watch... A lot of anime. <laughs> I have, so I was like, I think I got this. There's some solid horror animes out there, y'all. Japanese names usually aren't that hard. It seems like if it's usually like any other country, I'm like, what is this? Um, Tokyo Ghoul, watch it. It's really good. <laughs> your face was everything. Was like, um, so... You're gonna say we can't see your face. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> it's the face that you make when you do that noise. So do that noise. Look in the mirror. There you go. So this guy. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Sorry. We're trying to make. Look. We always try to make light. 
as Ooh. our as our fans know, that was a chair. Um, <laughs> that was not my body. Otherwise, I'd be dead. So this happened in 1992 down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Again, he was a Japanese exchange student, so he was not familiar with the area. He got invited to a party and happened to ring on the wrong do- doorbell. Definitely the wrong doorbell. Because the guy that answered the door, Rodney Pierce answered with a 44 Magnum. And as soon as Hattori turned around and said, we're here to party, Pierce shot him and killed him instantly. Um, he went back into his house with his wife and waited 40 minutes to call the police who questioned him and then let him go. Um, only when the governor of Louisiana and the Japanese consulate got involved that Pierce was ultimately arrested, but then he ended up being acquitted for manslaughter. So. This kid literally just showed up on his porch and was like, we're here for the party, and then he fucking shoots him. Well, he said that he feared for his life after he waited 40 minutes to call the police. Feared for his life for what? They were here for the party. <laughs> What the fuck? You know, it's just one of those things where I I I hate to even bring a race involved because unfortunately, like race has been a factor in things like that before. I don't I don't necessarily think that's what happened in this situation. I would hate to say that it did, but um this guy is just I don't know. That's just a really fucking shitty thing to do, to do that to somebody. I could see getting scared, but if you learn gun safety, that should never happen. So obviously this guy didn't know anything about gun safety. Um, And as of 2013, I just looked this up real quick, Pierce lost his home and his supermarket job, and he's living in a trailer park. So... His life isn't that fucking great. Well, he has to deal with the fact that he just shot and killed somebody. He killed somebody. For so even if for he, nobody, for no reason. Even if he was acquitted, it's like everybody knows who you are. This got worldwide attention. Um, like, it's you're never gonna outlive this. Your picture's everywhere. Like, um, the only thing that it ultimately did lead to was something called the Brady Bill that was signed in by uh, the president at the time in 93, Bill Clinton, which mandated background checks and five-day waiting periods for the purchase of firearms in the U.S. So, um... That was my birthday. I was born in 93. So, apparently, yeah, this guy wasn't even supposed to have a gun. Yeah, it's just crazy how this stuff happens. And there's been incidences like this before where... People have knocked on the wrong... Well, I mean, like, that thing that just happened where that lady got... She walked into the wrong apartment thinking it was hers and shot that guy and killed him. Thinking somebody had broken into her apartment when really she walked into the wrong apartment. It's like... She handled that obviously better than this guy did, but crazy shit like that happens all the time. So, I mean, you just... You literally never, ever, ever know. And this just happened to be a really unfortunate circumstance because this guy was literally in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, he didn't even know where he was at. Nope. At all. Go knock on the wrong house. This next one's kind of fucked up because this actually is tied to Son of Sam killer David Berkowitz. Um, We will definitely be doing a podcast about him, him at some point. Yep. Um, also, shout out to the dude who plays him on Mindhunter. Oh he my looks god. Identical. 
Like, I don't even understand. Like, that was him. Every season, <laughs> Mindhunter has fucking nailed it. Your Edmund Kemper, the son of Sam, the fucking Charles Manson you guys got that was also- Your Charles him. Manson's, like, Charles Manson, so. That was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. And he actually played young and old Charles Manson, which was really fucking crazy. I mean, this guy nailed it. Nailed it. Like, mannerisms, everything. So, yeah, for sure. And if you guys haven't watched Mindhunter yet, like, I'm gonna need you to get on it. I'm gonna get on them. So, in the early hours of Halloween night in 1981, there was a couple in Manhattan, Ronald, or sorry, from Manhattan, Ronald Sisman and Elizabeth Platzman that were murdered in their apartment. They were beaten and, beaten severely, and then shot in the head execution style while their apartment was completely ransacked. So, police at first thought it was drug money. Um, but the case took a really bizarre turn when a prison informant claimed that one of the inmates had predicted the crime would happen before it actually did. And that inmate turned out to be David Berkowitz himself. He had long been rumored to be involved with Satanism and Satanic cults and stated that they had helped him with the murders. According to the informant, Berkowitz told him that his cult was planning to enter a residence near Greenwich Village chelsea where their apartment was would qualify with this and it would happen on halloween when they would carry out a ritualistic murder when questioned berkowitz claimed that sisman had footage of one of his son of sam murders and was planning to hand it over to authorities in exchange to be dropped of drug charges that he had pending supposedly there was absolutely no evidence to support Berkowitz's claims, I mean, really, the only thing that he got right was that their apartment was in Greenwich Village. That could have been a total, total fucking coincidence. Um, but to this day, those murders are still unsolved. They have no idea. Which, I can't wait to do a podcast on him. Yeah, that really fucking creeps me out. That was 38 <laughs> years ago when those murders are still unsolved. Do a little like, bit of research I, on him. It's it's kind of oh, weird. Oh my God. And then even what's weird later, just real quick, is like all this Satanistic cult stuff that he talked about at first, he later completely denied and became a born again Christian. It's what you do. It's what you do. Yeah, that's what happens. You, you, you do some Satan things. Because you know that's what you do. And then you're like, nah, I go to God. And then you go to God and then you wonder why Christians celebrate Halloween. And I'm like, you're talking, I am the person who had to watch these videos as a kid where Halloween was the devil's holiday. And it can, anything can be used for devil worship if you use it in that way. I could fucking use this laptop for devil worship. I could use this phone for devil worship. I could use my fucking clothes for devil worship. It's how you fucking use it. If you use holiday, if you lose holiday, if you use Halloween as a holiday to worship Satan, then good for you. But that's not what most people use it for. So it's really not. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. I mean, I know that now, but I'm saying like how I was raised, people literally look at Halloween. As Satan's Christmas. So I just want to tell everybody real quick, if you have not seen this yet or didn't get a chance to see any showings in areas around where you live, the brilliant documentary Hail Satan with a question mark is now on Hulu. Everybody owes it to themselves to watch this. It will be very triggering for some. Casper has not seen it yet. 
I can understand why, but I... I mean, I'm going to watch it. I didn't even know it was a thing. She will eventually, but it is a documentary surrounding the start of the Satanic Temple. Um, I, I am, I believe in the tenets of Satanist. I, I think they make total sense. I think they are very beautiful, and I think that they are really how, honestly, anybody should live their lives. They really make, kind of make more sense than the Ten Commandments. Anyway, I mean, that's just kind of something you should, anyway. So there's a lot in this documentary that has to do with the indoctrination of Christianity, not only on this country as a whole, but just people in general, and how it it completely has torn down what the foundation of this country is, which is all about religious freedoms. Uh, have an open mind. Obviously, I mean, the Indians, end of, at the end of the day, have an open mind. So I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. Of course this, not. This documentary is not... The reason why I'm urging people to watch this documentary is this documentary is not meant to make people Satanists. I'm not... I don't... I don't... I'm... I'm not, I don't even believe... They don't even believe in Satan. I don't either. So let's just get that out of the way. But what it is... <laughs> we like, are trying to convert you to Satanism right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. But it's just... What I'm not it even does, a Satanist. What it does is exactly what Casper said, is it encourages everyone to keep an open mind and realize what the Satanic Temple is doing is asking for religious freedoms for everybody. Everyone. Which is literally what this country, freedom of speech, you know? And there's supposed to be a separation between church and state. But there's supposed to be, but... The foundation, I mean, people that came over, the old story that we know of people that came over in the Mayflower, it was to escape religious persecution. They wanted to be able to practice and believe in whatever they wanted to believe, and they wanted to escape the king and move to a land where they were allowed to do that freely. What has changed in the last because four or 500 years? Let me tell you what's changed. I if know your opinion changed. does not agree to somebody else's opinion when they think that they are completely right, they will slaughter you for it. Well, and what, it's literally the internet today. Well, thou shalt not kill though, right? Oh, but you can say that you can kill people, just don't actually kill them because that would be the unchristian thing to do. And you see, I was raised independent Baptist and I don't slam the Baptist religion because I don't slam any religion. I don't slam any religion. As but well. listen to me. So do don't not slam me as a witch. Your shit down other people's throat. Ever. And that's that's it. That's wrong. You and should be like, should. hey, this is... Me and, me and Becky disagree on a few things. And look at us. We're best friends. You're not going to agree 100% with everyone, with everything. Everyone's going to believe something different. Respect them. And this goes for more than just religion. Seriously. This goes for everything. Everything. You know, one of my best friends has a different political view than mine. We get along. We're still best friends. Stop strangling people for thinking differently than you. That is becoming a real issue. Like a seriously Pushing real your issue. agendas on other people, and that's just wrong. Opinions like like today, I posted on my Twitter. Um, what, in your opinion, what is the most overrated horror movie? I disagreed with about ninety eight percent of everybody yeah, else. I did too. But listen, I your opinions welcome on my page. That's the beauty of the country, and that we. That we live in. Um, sorry, we thought we had technical difficulties. But uh, yeah, you know, it it really 
people should just be free. We live in a country where everybody should be free to believe in what they want to believe in. And you just shouldn't push anything, any agenda on anyone. So. Nope. That's my two cents. <laughs> All two cents. My two cents. All right. Okay, so moving on to the next one. And no. I can't not do that anymore. Pasadena um, gang shootings. Yeah, this one's a real quick one. So this one. This one happens on my birthday year. Mm. I was born this year. I like, was six months old, y'all. No. Um, <laughs> I was eight. Uh, this happened on Halloween night in Pasadena, California. Um, this is extremely unfortunate. This was gang violence. Uh, gang members from the Bloods gang opened fire on a group of. Trick-or-treating teenagers coming back from a party killed three of them, wounding another three. The gang members were all soon arrested and it ended up being determined that it was just a total random shooting. And they actually thought that it was other targets of a rival gang and it ended up just being these random group of kids and they were all found guilty. So this was horrific. It was just gang violence on Halloween night. Wrong place, wrong time. Literally for the hell of it. Um, this one is another one besides the Timothy O'Brien one that a lot of you guys might be more familiar with because this involves Michael Skakel, who is a nephew of Robert F. Kennedy's widow. And as you guys know, Robert Kennedy was John F. Kennedy's brother, the late President Kennedy. This happened in 1975. There's actually been a lot of different documentaries and uh, things that have been out about this. This happened on Halloween night in 1975. Uh, the night of Connecticut teenager Martha Moxley, who was 15 at the time, as well as Michael Skakel, who was 15 at the time, left her house to attend a neighborhood par- party. She was found the next morning beneath a tree in the backyard, brutally beaten to death by a golf club. Uh, 25 years went by until Michael was arrested and charged and convicted for her murder. And of course, like I mentioned, it drew worldwide attention because Skakel was Robert Kennedy's nephew. And because of his family's wealth, he lived in and out of different rehabs for alcohol, tried out for the Winter Olympics, and flunked out of multiple schools. He flunked. He flunked. He flunked. (laughs) <laughs> he flunked um his alibi was even more fucked up than this whole entire case and as long as it took uh the reason why he stated that his dna was found on the body was that earlier that night he had masturbated under that same tree like just randomly picked a tree near this girl's backyard and decided to jerk off underneath it because that's what 15 year olds do in the 70s i mean i guess you know sometimes the window hits you in a certain way and you just gotta you gotta gotta rub one out under a tree just a random ass tree random ass tree (laughs) that a couple hours later a dead body just falls on it dumb that i don't it's literally makes no sense at all i remember all of this i remember when all this happened when the trial happened it was ongoing for like way too long it was just so ridiculous um john f kennedy jr john f kennedy's son 
wrote a letter on his behalf. And after numerous appeals, he was given a new trial in 2012 uh, due to misconduct of his prosecutor. Uh, he's currently out on bail and still waiting on a new trial as of now. So Isn't that nice? I mean, literally since 1975, they have been waiting for somebody to be brought up on charges for this poor girl's murder. And this guy has just been able to buy and pay his way out of all of it because he's technically a member of the Kennedy family. It's just really fucking crazy. It's because he jerked off under I mean, a tree. She's 15 years old. <laughs> he jerked off under a tree. It, just, it was that fucking tree. When in doubt, masturbate. Rub one out. When in doubt, rub one out. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. That's going on a shirt. Hashtag when in doubt, rub one out. That is going on a fucking shirt. That is going on a shirt. Absolutely. That's just too amazing. Take a dick. I love it. Uh, So this happened in 1957 on Halloween night in L.A. And it involves an L.A. hairstylist named Peter... Bless you. Peter... uh, His name was not Peter. Bless you. Uh... (laughs) His name was Peter. <laughs> Peter Blessio. Fabino. He was shot dead when he opened his door for what he thought was a trick or treater, and it was a full grown adult in a costume. And they shot him in the chest with a twenty two and fled the scene. Uh, weeks later, Goldine Pizer and Joan Rabble were arrested in what turned out to be a plot of a crime of passion. Pizer was friends. And apparently in a relationship with Rabble, in a lesbian relationship, and Rabble was in love with Fabino's wife, Betty. So the two women together conspired to kill Peter so all three of them could be together. You know, I feel like this is just another episode of Days of Our Lives. Like, this literally doesn't even sound real. Like, lesbians get together and... Kill this random guy. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> like, just absolutely, it, it really doesn't sound real, does it? It really just sounds like another episode of a soap opera that I missed, <laughs> and I'm reading a synopsis of it. Like, what? <laughs> so, uh, the women were arrested. Um, the two of them pled guilty and end up serving extremely long prison sentences. Not life, obviously, but did serve very long prison sentences. Um, and it set off a firestorm of coverage. I mean, this is back in 1957. It's luring. It was very scandalous to be lesbians. gay. You are gay. Yes, I am. <laughs> Look at the you're long like, ass pause. You're like, yes. Uh, I am. Someone called. You rang. You rang. <laughs> you rang for, for a one eight hundred lesbian. Yes, that's me. <laughs> 100 lesbian. I love it. Oh my god, that fits. L-E-S-B-I-A-N. Yeah, it totally fits. It could be an actual phone number. 100 lesbian. And you know, I'll be like, hello. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Like, did we call the wrong number? I'll be like, no, you did not. What's up? <laughs> uh, the next one is about a gentleman named uh, Tyler Van Deest. This happened in Canada. Taylor. Is it Taylor or Tyler? Taylor. Taylor, sorry. Um, you know what? It does say Taylor. And why I read Tyler. I have no idea. I can't read vowels. Um, that A was just MIA. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. 
have been drinking. That was amazing. <laughs> Guys, we had Starbucks. so like, We had Starbucks and PSL Skyline. And y'all are like, what the fuck is Skyline? Look it up. We're not even going to tell you. It's amazing. If you come to Cincinnati, it's the only thing you Everyone from Cincinnati is screaming. They're like, good and hungry. Skyline time. Not an ad, but now all of you are going to want Skyline. Um... Like we that one time we he made was, him want Taco I know, Bell, right? It's and like, then we wanted Taco Bell. It's like, God damn it! It's like, how many people went out and got Taco Bell? So Tyler with a silent A, the silent A. Um, <laughs> he was found beaten to death on a set of railroad tracks. He never came home Halloween night back in 2011. Uh, his death completely traumatized the town, especially after it was revealed that uh, she had sent a text to her boyfriend before the attack, saying she was being creeped on. Uh, police used DNA under her fingernails to arrest Matthew Forrester for carrying out the murder, and his dad ultimately helped him cover it up. Great family. It's like, oh my God, that's, no. Great family. You don't do that. You don't do that? Oh, okay. That's not, no. Not something that you're supposed to do. Uh, So this is another murder that happened on Halloween night. Uh, This was the murder of Marvin Branlin. This happened in Fort Dard, Darge. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of night. Fort Darge. Fort Darge. It's going to be that kind of night. It's going to be that kind it's of night. It's been that kind of night. It's already been that kind of night. I can't read or talk at all. Uh, him and his wife were You need to stop being around candy. me so much. I'm starting to make you illiterate. So I'm rubbing, sorry. Rubbing off. Um, <laughs> I'm not actually illiterate, but sometimes I swear to God. <laughs> I used to go illiterate, dyslexic, like, all in the same time. Let's dexic. Let's dexic. Um, Fort Darge. Don't do Oh, my God. Fort Darge. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is a Fort Dodge. It really is. And if anybody is from Fort Dodge, Iowa, listening to this, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> randomly. Sorry, Fort Darge. Randomly. So, this was back in 1982. A man came to their home when they were handing out candy on Halloween night. He said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. They I think I'd make it, it rain. A Halloween prank. Tried to take the guy's mask off. He barged into their house, pulled out the gun, demanded their money they had stashed in a basement safe. Uh, Marvin went to go grab for the gun and was shot in the throat. He ran, but he left his mask. In the years that followed, Marvin's wife died, so the mask was tested for DNA evidence. As virtually nobody knew about the safe, suspicion fell on family members that had possibly committed the robbery. But there's never been enough evidence to charge him. It was a family member that had actually bragged about it, but there was never enough evidence. Well, it had to be someone who knew about a safe. There, there'd there be no way that someone would just randomly come and ask about a safe that was in a basement. And just if know they that. didn't know about yeah. it. So that's really fucked up. It's like. I'd be like, who? Okay, seriously, who the fuck are you? And who wouldn't think at first that that wasn't a prank? Especially back in the 80s. Like, I could see how you would think it was a prank. But then they're asking These, about this the same age. It's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, nobody's taking that as a fucking prank. No. But, um, yeah, I would definitely say it was a member of the family. And that's really fucked up that yep. they literally got away with murder. Um, here's another one. A story of Chris Jenkins. He was a 21-year-old student at the University of Minnesota. He was last seen 
leaving a downtown Minneapolis bar on Halloween night back in 2002. Four months later, his body was discovered in the Mississippi River and he was still wearing his Halloween costume. Uh, Chris apparently was intoxicated that night and his cause of death appeared to be drowning, which would anybody would have thought was possibly an accident, especially if he was drunk. His parents absolutely refused to believe this. They pressed for more of a thorough investigation and in 2006, they reclassified his death four years later as a homicide. Police claimed that an incarcerated suspect told them that he was present when Chris was murdered. Then he was thrown off a bridge into the river. While the story seems credible, there's never been enough evidence to charge anybody. Now, one possible theory that has later come up about Chris Jenkins' murder is that he may have been the victim of these mysterious unsolved crimes called the smiley face murders. Now, this is not to be confused with Keith Jesperson, who was called the smiley face killer, where he would write letters to police with a creepy smiley face on them. He was a truck driver. He killed women. That's hilarious. He killed women and then well, left She was commenting on me, by the way. She no, did not just not say they killed women. That's hilarious. God, no. I, a... I'm so sorry. That came out awful. No, it's not. You didn't that was me. terrible. This guy is awful. And killing people is not hilarious. She looked it's at my face and I was making a really creepy ass face. And she said, that's hilarious. She was not referring to the women being killed as hilarious. Because I totally Thank like you. heard that and I was like, <laughs> Thank you, best friend. I am so sorry if somebody else hears that and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it got like, real fucked up real quick. No, that like, is not. Everyone's going to know it's we're not. psychopaths. It's not. It's not. It's I literally was not. making the creepiest ass smile and she was like, huh, that's hilarious. Not hilarious to kill people. Ever. No. Um, Moving so on. So anyway, uh, the smiley face murders again. Had nothing to do with Keith Jesperson. This kind of messed me up when I found out about him too, because that's a completely separate story. All he killed nothing but women prostitutes that he would pick up when he was driving as a truck driver. These all involve men and they're all around a certain area close to Minnesota. And they all involve college age males, approximately up to 40 of them all happening in the U.S., all dying inexplicably, inexplicably of drowning. And it's going to be. Um, <laughs> usually bridges are somehow involved. It, what, what they've been described is like sometimes pranks gone wrong or like one guy gets kidnapped and he has to witness the murder happen it, they're just all fucked up. But the way that they're connected is that every single one of these murder scenes, there is smiley face graffiti found somewhere near where the victims are. There's always a smiley face uh, graffiti somewhere. Um, to this day, his murder's unsolved. And like most of these 40 other smiley face murders, they've all been unsolved. But they've been going on for quite some time, at least since the early 2000s. And no one's been able to make a connection between them. Um, I can't think of the name of it now, but there was a really good documentary I saw at one time about this. So 
Um, I think a horror movie has been made about yeah, that. Yeah, but like I said, I just didn't want people to get it mixed up with Keith Jesperson because he was at his daughter years later wrote a book about being the child of a serial killer, how she had to find out that her dad committed these horrific murders. Uh, two people ended up getting arrested in place of him and he was such a narcissist that he wanted credit because he knew these people were lying. And that's how he got connected with the smiley face because when he would write these letters taunting police and the news media, somewhat like BTK, uh, he would always put a smiley face on his letters. So listen, I just didn't want those to be confused. <laughs> y'all serial killers that literally almost completely get away with everything. Just saying. Yeah, if you weren't, didn't do such dumb shit. Like, seriously. Not that you don't need, you need to be motherfucking caught and throwing your ass thrown in jail or death sentence, but. Yeah, like, forever. Seriously, yeah, like, you are that. literally bringing it on yourself. <laughs> um, so there's one, two, so there's one here about, uh, Cindy Song. Um, this one I'm, I'm. Most of these, towards the end, I've been completely unfamiliar with, except the one about Martha Moxley. Um, this one in, involves a Penn State student, Cindy Song. She disappeared after a Halloween party in 2001. She was dropped off at her apartment complex, but didn't ever go inside. Nobody ever saw her after that, and no trace of her has ever been found. Um, Ultimately, the investigation was led to a man by the name of Hugo Marcus Selinsky. Selinsky was arrested after five corpses were found in his backyard. It's not that many. Oh, he could have fit more. Um, the police informed of Gacy. He could have fit more. Thirty-three. Fucking Tetris. Those bodies. Oh my god. A police informant linked him and another man to Cindy, claiming that they had kidnapped, raped, and murdered her. When things got even weirder was the fact that the other man named in the kidnapping was one of the dead bodies in Selensky's backyard. More bodies were found there. None of them were Cindy's, and the case still remains open. <laughs> it's possible he just killed the other kidnapper because he got mad for some reason about him. Who knows? Well, I could see that being something likely to happen, is that you got somebody else involved in a murder and then maybe this guy was getting ready to give you up or any number of things could have happened so you decide well we killed her so i'm gonna kill you too because i don't need you going out and spilling the beans and telling what happened and none of that shit so i could very well see that happening oh yeah for <clears throat> excuse me for sure um the other one that i got I'm trying to see. Was the um, East Coast Rapist? Was that on... The East Coast Rapist was Aaron Thomas, which we already talked about. Oh, okay, yeah, we did get him. Yep, that was that. Okay, yeah, we did talk about him. Um, so the Halloween pranks. That need to stop. By the way, just one more thing. Yeah. The, the one I was going to reference from Oxygen... All of the ones on this are actually on the list that we said. I had just misread a couple of them. But check out this article. It's called Five Real Life Horrors, True Crimes That Occurred on Halloween because it goes a little more into depth 
about five of them that we had talked about. So just go ahead and read that article too if you want to uh, find out a little bit more about those. I thought it was pretty cool. I missed the East Coast rapist was the one I misread. I did not realize that was Aaron Thomas because we actually talked about him. So yeah, we did. Sorry, that was back in the beginning. Yeah, was that the abductions? Yes. Okay. Um. So Halloween pranks again, like we mentioned, don't do them. If anybody still does them, don't do them because. They're really not worth it, and some really crazy shit could happen. Um, this one, real quick, was one that we referenced uh, from the Daily Beast, Strangest Crimes That Happened Back in 2016 on Halloween. Now, this one I want to read because... And this one's interesting because the majority of them, if not all of them, are all involving people dressed up as certain characters, maybe some even yes. horror icons. Yeah, the first one's Freddy. Oh, goodness. So, uh, this happened in San Antonio. A Texas Halloween party turned dark when a male dressed as Freddy Krueger allegedly pulled out a shotgun and shot five victims early Sunday morning. Authorities reported two individuals were asked to leave after starting an argument at a Halloween party. They had crashed in Aspen Meadow. It was then that one of the suspects dressed as Freddy Krueger, originally seen in the 1980 horror film. I love that they throw that in there. Um, brandished his gun and began to shoot at other partygoers. Um, first That's of all, not how Freddy kills. Thank you. Freddy wouldn't have done that anyway. It's kind of like when you watch like a Batman movie and he's shooting people and you're like, that's not what Batman does. Batman doesn't shoot people. Speaking of Batman, it was a dark night for a 20-year-old man in the Bronx on a Saturday. And I would like you to know that's exactly what the article says. Yeah, I did not make that up. No, we didn't do that. I cannot take, take credit for credit, that. But no. uh, the young man was attending a Halloween party when he became engaged in a fist fight with a man in a Batman costume around 3.20 in the morning. Police sources reported. The man was so viciously brutalized that he did not wake up the following morning, prompting his cousin, whom he was staying with, to call an ambulance. The victim was taken to the Allen Pavilion Hospital where he was treated for brain bleeding. Good lord. Um, in Massachusetts, Harold McIvory of the Medford Police Patrolman's Association recognizes his use of poor judgment when deciding to pose with a person dressed as Hillary Clinton in an orange prison jumpsuit on a Saturday. <clears throat> the prison... Nope. The picture was then posted on Twitter... By Al Baldassaro, a Republican right. state representative from New Hampshire, with the comment, Medford MA Police Department Union President Harold McIvory on the right found Hillary Clinton and arrested her. The post resulted in a Twitter firestorm. These were Halloween costumes and it was meant to be a joke, he said in an email to the Boston Globe. I apologize if this offended anyone in any way. I never expected this sort of reaction. McIvory also posed with an individual dressed as Trump. Along with other officers, the photos were originally posted on the Facebook page of the Medford Police Patrolman's Association, but have since been removed. And the MPPA could not be reached for comments. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't really a crime. That, that was, was just, just funny. Bad fucking judgment all the way around. Yeah, That's just... all that was. Like, that was just like, eh, you probably shouldn't have done that. But, um... After leaving a Halloween monster ball held at Hollywood nightclub, a 29-year-old man was beaten to death by two men who chased him from the bar after closing. 
The fatal accident occurred around 2.20 in the morning, Sunday morning, when the man, men began fighting outside of the bar. Los Angeles Police Department officer Arian Jefferson reported. One of the suspects, identified as 34-year-old Dietrich Canterbury of Anaheim, then fled the scene on a party bus. Canterbury was arrested by LAPD officers and is being held on $2 million bail. The other suspect has yet been to be caught. <laughs> I did not mean to giggle at this. It's called Cookie Monster Stabbed in Times Square. Oh my god, that's terrible. While attempting to break up a fight Saturday evening between someone dressed as an American Indian and that's racist. Oh my god. And another man wearing a Tuskegee That's what I'm gonna do every time I stutter now. I'm just gonna bob it a book it. Yep, that's what we're doing. Um Airman costume. A man dressed in a Cookie Monster ensemble. I love how it's not a costume, it's an ensemble. Was stabbed in the back. The 24-year-old Sesame Street clad. They're making this funny. Yeah, I, I swear. Like, Jesus. The 24-year-old Sesame Street clad Christopher Ramos was stabbed by the aviator who got into a fight with the American Indian, whose costume he felt was offensive. Ramos was taken to St. Luke's Hospital with a lacerated spleen, but the two others have not been found. Okay, can we just say one thing, though? Not cool at all to cultural appropriate on Halloween, and definitely don't do fucking blackface. I hate the fuck that I even have to put that out there, but if anybody listens to us and you do that dumb shit, or even thinking about doing that dumb shit, first of all, don't. Second of all, stop listening to us. Because <laughs> you're fucking stupid, and we don't need anybody ignorant, like... I'm black, she's gay, if you're that fucking stupid, we're probably the last podcast in the world you need to be listening to, so I just want to bring it up. If you're legit don't understand, though, what Don't dress as an is. Indian. Don't dress as an, sorry that I'm even saying that. Don't dress as a Native American. Definitely do not do that. I can't stand that. Don't do that. If you it's, legit it's, don't understand but the definitely thing don't behind do blackface, blackface, just Google it. That's, like, research it. so stupid. I can't believe there's some people, white I'm, people there's out so there. There's so many people that don't so know many. what that is. There's so many. There's so many. And I'm sorry, a lot of it that now, I can forgive older people who grew up not understanding why that's wrong. And if they're willing to accept now and understand that it's wrong and not do it, that's acceptable. But if you're young and like in your 20s and you're in college and you damn sure know it's not funny, but you think you're going to be funny and dresses like ghetto thug or whatever and do blackface and post it, I'm going to come to your college and I'm going to whoop your ass on behalf, can. on behalf of all black folks everywhere. <laughs> Don't make her up in the can. Don't make me do it. Don't make her up in the can. Because I will do it. It's just... It's just dumb. Just don't fucking do it. If you don't know why, then I don't even care. Google it and fucking don't be ignorant. <laughs> people just, people, I feel like a lot of people take Halloween to just pull some real dumb ignorant shit. To either just dress as slutty as possible or pull out some real racist shit. And you need to keep that racist ass shit to your goddamn self. Here we go. <laughs> UCA student expelled for wearing blackface. A sophomore yep, from and the university. Too. You may lose your fucking job or you may get kicked out of school. So yeah, don't do that either. And you'll still get your ass kicked. <laughs> a sophomore from University of Central Arkansas was expelled after a photo of him at a fraternity Halloween party surfaced in which he was wearing blackface and a, legis a, 
allegedly dressed as Bill Cosby, which is not someone you want to dress That's as not anyway. even, that's definitely not funny. He, he then this, posted the so. picture to his Instagram account, account, what the fuck, account? Let's see, I'm in crown. <laughs> Hello. Wow. He posted the picture to his Instagram account with the caption, it was a bold night. The school immediately expelled the no. student, Brock Denton, and suspended the fraternity. His name was Brock. Of course, his name was Brock. It's like the whitest name ever. <laughs> USCA president Tom Courtway also issued a statement, said this picture is very offensive and repugnant. And this representation goes against all we at UCA believe and stand for. The Sigma Two Gamma organization also stated that it condemns the blackface photo and will expel Denton from the fraternity. He has since apologized and begged for forgiveness, posting a long Instagram post which he wrote that he received death threats and has since deleted his Instagram page. Well, no fucking shit, dude. Well, because not to mention the fact, first of all, you're doing blackface, so you already know that's wrong. Second of all, you're dressing like a rapist, so it's like, oh, let me just fuck it all the way up. Like, let me just take it to the 10th degree and not only do blackface, but also dress like a rapist, so... Yeah, it's not funny. It's not clever. You're not being cute. Just don't do it. A middle school teacher allegedly chatted up his future victims before murdering them in cold blood last Saturday night in Fort Worth, Texas. Witnesses described the suspect, Carrie Heath, an Air Force veteran and Cedar Hill ISD middle school teacher, as having a friendly conversation with with two victims, roommates Daniel Harris and Philip Evans. 25 years old, before shooting them around 3 a.m. in the front yard outside the Halloween house party. Oh, my God. Heath is being held at a Fort Worth jail on capital murder charges with his bail set at $1 million. Cedar Hill spokeswoman Jamie Brown told Dallas News that the middle school teacher has been placed on administrative leave. <laughs> I have, like, the biggest dirt face right now. Like, administrative leave? Okay. <laughs> like, like, I think you need... The fuck? I think you need... I think you need. Yeah. You need. I just, I think you need. Okay, so there's one more here. Last minute Halloween party. Two young women from upstate New York were found dead from gunshot wounds after a Halloween party in New... Newburgh, New York? Nothing. I apologize. My um, phone just got me off of the page. Oh, here, do you want to... Hold on, I got you it. got here. it, okay? I was like, um, <laughs> I was reading like that. Rude phone. Fucking rude shit. Oh, are you on it? Because I can't. It just did it It to just me. literally took me off of the page, and I can't find what I was looking at. That's where, that's, do y'all ever, like, on something on Google, and all of a sudden, it's just gone? Like, it's just, they're like, we don't want you looking at it, no. Because that's because Google is secretly Skynet. And... Anyway. <laughs> that's enough of horror right there. Shoot. Did you find it? Yeah, I did. You good? Okay, I got it. Um, the victims were Tabitha Cruz and Omani Free, 20 and 18, who were attending a costume party. Potty. Potty. How did... <laughs> that just made my... Uh, Boston Patty. 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 Um... Free's mother told the AP that her daughter was not planning on going to the party, but decided to attend after a friend, quote-unquote, became available. The shooting occurred around 12.45 a.m. on Monday, and at least one suspect fled the scene. According to police, five other people are being treated for gunshot wounds as the police continue their investigation. So, y'all, there's been some crazy shit going on 
on Halloween. Well, we hope this teaches a lot of you guys to just be careful, make your make sure you're in a familiar neighborhood, there are safety in numbers, make sure you're in a group, make sure you're somewhere that you know where you are. Um, ladies, don't leave your drink alone. If you're at a Halloween party, don't let some random guy go get you a drink and bring it back. Don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, Uber, don't don't drive or lift, whatever. Don't, don't drive. Don't do that by yourself either. Don't get in an Uber with someone you don't know and, when uh, you're by yourself. Yeah, and then again, don't make sure if you're out with your kids trick or treating that you're in a familiar neighborhood, that you're with other people, that you're with groups of people. Like, be safe on Halloween. That's all we ask is everybody just be safe wherever you are. Don't do anything dumb. Don't do anything. Don't do any stupid pranks. Don't be racist. Don't. <laughs> even have to say that to people like don't be racist on fucking halloween Um, don't be racist period don't be racist period don't be racist on halloween but just don't be racist um but yeah just everybody be safe on halloween i'm gonna be sitting at home watching spoopy movies that's what i'm gonna be doing on halloween well i was gonna be doing absolutely nothing but my friend's like hey you should come to my last minute party it was like okay And so it's like, here's the funny thing. Here's now. the funny thing. The theme is games. And I'm gonna be a fucking sore thumb. And Pennywise motherfucker. <laughs> In the midst of probably all of this, like, Super Mario shit. It's fine. It's okay. I can... Isn't I can... there a Pennywise game? No. We'll just say there is. Oh, there is on, like, Play Store. Okay. Well, there you go. Then it counts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're calling it. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope that there were some of these that maybe you didn't know about, so you learned something new. Um, and be safe on halloween um, next week. One more week, y'all. Oh, my Count God. Down the days. literally... We have seven days, three hours, and 28 minutes. How many seconds? Three, two, one. Oh my gosh. So, uh, what is the topic for next week? The Gunpowder Factory, our haunted location. Must have just uh, put that out of my head. She just forgot. She's like, nope. Well, if you guys remember back from one of our really, really, God, we've been doing this since January. Um, yeah, guys, last our, week was our 40th episode. Wow. And we, didn't yeah, even, yeah, <laughs> we didn't even plan for that, the listener episode to land on the 40th episode. Yeah. But that's kind of funny um, that we did that. Didn't even mention that either before. I don't even think we were, yeah. We Subconscious we were it. doing it, but. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So if you guys remember back. Uh, from our early episodes that um, when we shared paranormal experiences, I had a personal one at the uh, Peter Cartridge Gunpowder Factory. And um, I'll share it again uh, next week if you guys didn't happen to hear that, because um, it's one of two very early, really fucked up paranormal things that happened to me on a personal level that kind of led me down the road that I am now to having this amazing horror podcast with my best friend. So this is like 
kind of crazy. But I mean, it's always something, it's nice to share this story with people because, and just any of these stories, because as we know, and as you know, you've been through paranormal experiences, other people out there have, and we've got to experience them together with the Borden home and the reformatory. So. The Borden house was mentioned in one of the stories I was listening to today on my regular YouTube listening, and I was like, well... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, huh? I want to go back. A friend of my hubby's just got back from Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, jealous. Um, <laughs> Jealousy is putting it nicely. Yeah, it is because that's kind of like my home. It's my home. It is. I want to be here. I want to be there. He said there's a lot of hot chicks in Massachusetts, and we, we were like, we yeah. were like, same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> there were so many like hot women, so and I was many. like, I literally so didn't look. So there was not a second I didn't see one. Many, you know, y'all good looking girls up there. Listen, a few, I know of, y'all, you... a few of y'all know who we're talking about <laughs> too, and I'm not even gonna shout out because we're both blushing. No, we're not. I am. Uh... <laughs> I'm over here fucking red as hell. You know who you, you are. You ladies are great. We You're love sexy. you. Y'all's is sexy up in Massachusetts. Hey, 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 ladies. <laughs> this is why I'm single. Fuck okay. <laughs> so, it. This is why I'm single. This is why I'm single. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm single. I'm single because I'm dumb. You wait because you're not. This is why. <laughs> this is why I'm God, I just made that up on the fly. I'm dropping shit. Anyway, all right, so please tune in next week. I hope you guys loved tonight's episode. Um, I'm going to miss Spoopy Month. I know we only have one more episode of Spoopy one Month. More you know what? Fuck it. We'll make November Spoopy Month with turkeys. <laughs> um, Turkeys are fucking scary. I went 35 years Ooh. on this planet, and I like just now found out that they fly, and I didn't Well, I have end, no, I have we'll no reason to talk though because we'll I thought sausage pod- came from cows, <laughs> so I have, I have no room to talk. <laughs> She's throwing up. She's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, when I heard that story, it was amazing. But so it was actually <laughs> last year. <laughs> now we're both dying. I'm um, in so much pain. Now we're both dying. So it was actually last year, and I was with my husband just. Taking a drive, beautiful day, and we happen to come around this bend. My window is down. I see a turkey on the side of the road, and I guess we got a little too close to the edge. And this motherfucker took full flight and was like right eye to eye with my window. I thought he was going to fly in the window. My husband to this day was like, he was not going to fly in a fucking window. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I, he was, I, I didn't even know they could fucking fly. So it, I went 34 years on this planet not having a fucking clue that those motherfuckers flew until I saw one fly. And then he further traumatizes me by telling me that they roost in trees. Like, I'm full on traumatized. So, yeah. Tur- she didn't have a clue that that motherfucker th- flew. <laughs> <laughs> When in doubt, rub one out. Rub one out.
<laughs> yeah, but turkeys are low-key fucking scary. Anyways. So. I woke up to a turkey in my backyard once. It was interesting. I literally woke up to turkey noises and thought I was dreaming. Because I was like, well, there's not a turkey. I mean, they taste good. Like, I'll eat one. I love me some turkey. But y'all scare me. <laughs> Low-key. Low-key. Turkeys be scary. You're tasty, but scary as fuck. <laughs> Can you guys believe, like, October's <laughs> literally almost over? I don't even want to talk about it. Because I don't want to talk about what comes after... Th- uh, okay, so there's <laughs> dollar stores, fucking places. Y'all already have Christmas shit out. You've already had Christmas shit out since last fucking week. I'm, I hate People it. People have I'm had done. Christmas shit out since August. Oh my god, Calm I'm down. over it. I'm over it. Calm down. Put your put your Christmas dick back in your pants. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Fucking Vine is amazing. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Anyway, no, like, no it's like I told Christmas my friend stuff. today. Listen, y'all complaining about how, not you guys, because you guys are horror fans. Y'all complaining about how we celebrate Halloween too fucking early. We get September and October. That's all y'all need to shut the fuck up, Christmas people. Y'all take November until December, November and December and January and February and March and April and May. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving gets a week. And then I was like, I'm just low key kidding. Like, cause legit, I, I celebrate Halloween all year. So if these people like genuinely love Christmas, do what you want. I don't care. But don't get so mad at us. Don't get excited for Halloween, September and October. That's what we're supposed to be getting excited for. It ain't motherfucking snowing yet. And I'm a witch. This is Samhain. This is Dia de los Muertos. This is like the thinning of the veil in the spiritual world. Like... Being a witch, this is an extremely important time of year for all of us. And also, being a witch and a horror fan, my house always looks spoopy. So, same. I go to Spirit Halloween for home decor. Um, same. I don't know about you guys, but uh, <laughs> my house is going to be Halloween all fucking year round when I get my all own year house. round. Like it's going to be is candles and plants and skulls and even in Christmas. Guess what my house is going to be? Nightmare before fucking Christmas. It's going to be Halloween all the time. That is my fucking wreath. Nightmare before Christmas is going to be my Christmas wreath. Because the question when to watch Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween or Christmas, the answer is both. Both. Of course. Oh, and the skeleton that we have on our door isn't coming down. We're putting a Chris, we're putting a Santa hat on him. I love it. Yes, you Always are. Always spoopy at Becky, Mr. and Mrs. Gremlin's house. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Gremlin's, <laughs> Gremlin's house. My God. I want that on a doormat. Same. <laughs> the Gremlins. The Gremlins. Because <laughs> I'm Casper Gremlin. Welcome so. to the Gremlins. Okay, guys. So. A word from our sponsor. Your stomach just went. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> I said a word from our sponsor. That was not the sponsor. That was a cheese coney with cheese. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Calm your body down with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese is a great oh calm. Oh my like, god, it's the worst, <laughs> worst ad ever. Me dying in my stomach. Oh my god. With cheese. Anyway, cheese. Oh god. Um, you guys.
you guys have been great. Um, any new followers? I've gotten a couple of new followers um, at CURBD, and I really appreciate that on Instagram. Um, if you've been checking the IG stories, uh, I've been posting every day, 31 day of Halloween horror movies. I hope you guys have liked the selections. I made a point of making sure I watch a spoopy movie every night, every day during the month of October. But also on top of that, I've been posting very heavily about the Scully, uh, Halloween bath bombs. Guys, they are so adorable and they are going to be going fast and everybody will get a free little gift, a free little sweet treat, something specifically for Halloween with every gift. Um, and again, free shipping guys, free, completely free. D-F-W-T-O. That's the code you've got to use. Um, they're six bucks. They're skulls. They're adorable. You can give them away as gifts. Um, plus you get a free little sweet treat, trick or treat with it. Um, they will be up for sale until Halloween next week, guys, less than eight days, seven days away, one week. Um, so buy them up and, um, they're six bucks. The Etsy page, just search calm your body down on Etsy. Um, again, please follow me on at CRBD on Instagram. And again, I appreciate all the new followers, everybody that's been reading the Insta stories. Um, and if you have any suggestions for any more spooky movies to watch the rest of this month, please DM me and let me know. Um, and, uh, comment and like on the Etsy page too. So the more likes and follows that I get on the Etsy page, the more traffic it shows that I get, the bigger it boosts the business. And, um, <laughs> thanks again, guys. Oh my God. We Sorry. we're like everywhere. <laughs> it's the fucking conies. <laughs> Calm your body down. With cheese. <laughs> so guys, throwing out our uh social media. I literally couldn't think of the word social media. Throwing out our <laughs> throwing out our <laughs> So if you want to follow us on social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that don't fuck with the original. Make sure you type it to the letter or you won't find it. It's annoying, I know, but that apostrophe apparently is very important. If you want to look for the handle on Twitter, it's DFWTO8811. If you want to email us for any questions, concerns, or just comments, feel free to do that at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. Also, we are on Podbean, CastBox, Podcast Addicts, Podcast Player, and Spotify. Make sure to give us a subscribe or a follow. And make sure to tell your friends if they're horror fans and want to listen to us ramble on about shits. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello. <laughs>